Shalom to all! Today's office Rosh Hashanah We are starting eight lines from the top at the brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor, Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarah Bas, Rabbi Yaakov, Misha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah, and Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yachmiel, Mardachai, Ben Rabbi Chaim, his Neshama should have an Aliyah. And we finally begin discussing the halachas of Rosh Hashanah itself. Kala Shaifers Ksherim, all Shaifers are kosher to be used on Rosh Hashanah, Chutz Mishal Parah, except for that of a cow. Maybe an issue Karen, because it's called a Karen, it's not called a Shaifer. Am Rabbi Yesi, he says, but they call Shaifers Niku Karen, all Shaifers are called Karen as well. Shinemrit says in the Pasik, Bim Shaikh be Karen Hayyival, with the drawing out of the Yevil's Karen, meaning talking about blowing Shaifer, and the Pasik continues, Kishama Chemes Kel HaShaifer. So we see that we're talking about Shaifer, and we also call it a Karen. So we see that all Karens are called Shaifer as well, and therefore you're allowed to use anything, even the Karen of a para. The Gemara asks right away, Shapir Kam Rabbi Yesi. Rabbi Yesi seems to have a good point. And for Habanan, they would answer, Kal HaShaifer is Ikru Shaifer Ve'ikru Karen. All Shaifers are called Shaifer and Karen, but the para, the horn of a cow, Karen Ikri Shaifer Loi Ikri, it's called Karen and it's not called Shaifer. The Chsev, the Pasuk says, talking about Yosef, so we see when we're talking about the horn of a shar, it's called only a karen and it's not called a shifer. Now, Rabbi Yosef, he'll tell you, the paranami ikri shifer, even the horn of a cow is called a shifer. The Pasuk says, Davon Amel talks about praising Hashem, v'sitav l'Hashem mishar par, it's going to be more pleasing to Hashem, mishar par. So the question is, im shar lama par, v'im par lama shar. If we're talking about a shar, why say the word par? And if we're talking about a par, why say the word shar? So elamai mishar par, what are we trying to say? Mishifar, we actually put these two words together, Mi Shifer, so we see that a par is called Shifer. Now, for Rabbanan, they learn that Pasuk differently. Kid Rav Masa, it's like Rav Masa's explanation. Da'am Rav Masna, he says, My Shar Par, why is it the Pasuk talks about Shar Par? Why use these two terminologies? Shehu Gadol Kepar, it's talking about a Shar, which is actually as big as a Par. This is referring to the Shar, the ox of Mysabracious. A day old ox is called a Shar and not called a Par until three years old. The first ox was created fully grown and is called a Par right away. Now, Ulamar, he has a different explanation. Hainu Time with Rabbanan, this is Rabbanan's reasoning. Kid Rav Chizda, like Rav Chizda, the Amr Rav Chizda, he says, why is it the Kayin Gadol didn't wear his golden vestments when he went into the Kedesh Kedashim to do the special Avod of Yom Kippur? That's Lafisha and Kateger, not Senegar, because the accuser cannot be the defender. Gold over here is the accuser because it reminds Hashem of the Egal Hazav, so he's not able to go into the Kedesh Kedashim in order to try to bring about Kapara. It can't be used as the defender as well. And by that same token, the horn of a power would also remind Hashem of the Egal Hazav, and that's why we can't use the horn of a power. The Gemara says, Velay, we're not allowed to have anything to do with a power in Yom Kippur. We use the dam of the par. The Kayin Gadol takes the blood of a par and he sprinkles it towards the Kaddish Kedashim. So Gemara answers, Since it's changed, it changed. Meaning it came out of the par and has nothing to do with the par itself. So now we can use that. Ask Gemara, In the Kaddish Kedashim itself, we have the Arn, Kaparis, and Kruvim and they're made out of gold. So the Gemara answers, What we're trying to say is that a sinner shouldn't bring it close. Meaning, the Kayin Gadol who's trying to bring about Kapar for Klai Yisrael, he shouldn't bring anything into the Kaddish Kedashim that's gold. Ask the Gemara, He has the pan in the shovel of the Ketairus that's gold and he brings that into the Kash Kedashim. The Gemara answers we're really saying that he shouldn't adorn himself with gold meaning he shouldn't be wearing gold on Yom Kippur. Ask Gemara he wears gold investments outside the Kash Kedashim on Yom Kippur. So the Gemara answers we're saying he shouldn't go into the Kash Kedashim with gold investments. The Gemara asks if so Shaifer is blown outside the Kash Kedashim what's wrong with blowing Shaifer of a power on Rosh Hashanah? The Gemara answers who since the purpose of blowing Shaifer is for remembrance in front of Hashem it's as if it's in the Kaddish Kedashim. The Gemara continues asking, Our Tan had said the reason why we're not allowed to use the horn of a pyre is because it's called a Karen and it's not called a Shafer. This seems to be a totally different reason. The Gemara answers, First of all, the Ankatagor Nasunagor, the accuser is not allowed to be the defender. And furthermore, because it's a Karen. And Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi would answer these questions by saying, That which you said, the accuser can't be the defender. That's only when we're talking about inside the Kaddish Kedashim. And belonging to 
the shifer is outside of the Kashkadashim. And Amr, that what you said, Rabneshu Karen, it's called a Karen. Call a shifer Snami Ikru Karen. All shifers are also called Karen as he had proven previously. Now by Amr, he answers, Hainu Tamayad Rabbanan, this is the reason Rabbanan, Shifer Echad Amrachman of Loishnai Mushlaisha Shifers. The Torah says you only blow one shifer and not two or three shifers simultaneously. And Vahadapara, this one of a cow, Kim the Kai Gildi Gildi, since it grows in layers, it has a number of different shells. Every year another layer grows on it. It looks like two or three shifers because you can clearly see the layers. As the Gemara of Atana of Bnei Shu Karen Kamar, our Tana had said that the issue is because it's called a Karen and it's not called a shifer, and you seem to be giving a different reason. So we answer Chadavayid Kamar. Chada, first of all, the shifer Echad Amrachman of Lashnai Mushlaisha Shifers. You have to use one shifer and not two or three shifers. V'ayid, and furthermore, it's also Asr of Bnei Shu Karen. It's called Karen and not called shifer. Now Rabbi Yisrael Melcha, he would answer you. They call Amr Shifer Echad Amrachman of Lashnai Mushlaisha Shifers. That which you said that we are only allowed to use one shifer and not two or three shifers simultaneously. Since these layers of horn are connected to each other, Chadhu is considered like one. And Udukam of Neshu Karen, that's what you said, it's a problem because it's called Karen. Call Shaifers Nami Ikru Karen. All Shaifers are called Karen. Now, going back to the end of the Mishnah where we had said, So now the Gemara asks, My Mashma the What's the inference that the word Yaival is talking about a ram? The Tanya we have a Braiso, Amrabi Kiva, he says, When I went to Arabia, they would call a ram Yaivla. And Amrabi Kiva, he said, when I went to Galia, they would call a woman who's a nida a Galmuda. My Galmuda, what does that mean? Gemula dummy Baila, she separated from her husband. And from Rabbi Kiva, he says, when I went to Africa, they would call the coin Ma'a Kesita. What do we learn from there? Lafrushe to explain the Pasek of Mea Kesita da Iraisa. It says in the Tyra, Mea Kesita, and that means Mea Danki. We know that Yaakov bought a plot of land for Mea Kesita, and that means it's Mea Danki, which is a hundred of a certain type of coin. And Amar Rebbe, he says, when I went to the cities by the sea, when they were involved in a business deal, they would call it Kira. What do we learn from there? To understand that which it says in the Pasuk, Asher Karisi Li, Yosef told Parai that he has to keep the vow that he gave to Yaakov Vinu, and Yaakov said, you have to bury in the Maris HaMachpelah, Asher Karisi Li. I was Karisi for myself. What does Karisi mean? That means I purchased it for myself. I purchased my plot in the Maris HaMachpelah. And Amr Bshim Ben Lakish, he says, when I went to the border of they would call a kala a bride a ninfi, and a tarnagal they would call a rooster a sechvi. Lakala ninfi, Mahikra, we have a pasik that supports that. It says in the pasik, describing Yerushalayim, a beautiful bride, joy of all the earth. So we see this lashon of knife is also lashon of bride, so they would call a kala a ninfi. And Lutarnagal Sechvi, how do we know that? And Amar Vihudamaravi, Bais Amrabi Shuban Levi, Mikra, what's Pshat in the Pasuk, Mishas Betuchis Chachma, who placed wisdom in the smooth ones, who gave the sechvi understanding? Mishas betuchas chachma elu This is referring to the kidneys. The kidneys are smooth, and we know that they are the house of wisdom. That's referring to a rooster. And, and more about interesting usage of words. Levi who asra Levi visited a certain place. Also a person came to him. Amrle that person told Levi that this person was kavami and He didn't know what the person was telling him. So Asa he went to base measures to ask them what this person meant. So Amru Lei Gazlan Amru Lecha, he was telling you that someone stole from him. Dechsev it says in the pasuk Hayik Ba Adam Elikim Shall a man rob Hashem. So it's lashon of kava is lashon of stealing. Now Amru Lei Ravim Barnish Lei Ravashi Ravim Barnish told Ravashi I Havai Hasam if I was there Havamina Lei I would have just asked him Hechi Kavach and Bemai Kavach and Vaamai Kavach How was he kava you and with what was he kava you and why was he kava you and Meila Haviyadina Meila would have figured out what he was talking about. And now the reason why Levi didn't do that is because the Ihu Savar Milsa Di Suruka Amru Lei he thought the person was telling him something to do with immorality and therefore he didn't want to pry into the 
details of the case. And more about the definition of unknown words. Rugen, and the Rabbanon didn't know what the word Seirugin meant. The Mishnah Megillah says that if one reads the Megillah Seirugin, then he's Yaitse, and they didn't know what the word Seirugin meant. But then Shemuel Amasa Debei Rebbe, they heard the maidservant of Rebbe's house, Dechazasin Rabbanon, Dehavu Ali Piski Piski, she saw the Rabbanon going into the house to have Shir by Rebbe, and they were going in Piski Piski at intervals. There was a group of them, and then it would stop, and then another group of them. Amrul Hushi told them, How much longer are you going to continue going in Seirugin Seirugin? So they understood that Seirugin meant intervals, so that means if you read a couple of Sukkim in the Megillah, and then you stop, and then read another couple of Sukkim, you're going to be Yaitse. And lo have yadir about my chaleglegais. They didn't know what chaleglegais were. The Gemara and Yama teaches that a Zav isn't allowed to eat chaleglegais. And Yama had one day, Shamuel Amasa Debei Rebbe, they heard the maidservant in Rebbe's house, the Chazlahu Gavr, she saw a certain person to come a Vader Parpachine. He was scattering purslane all around. Purslane is a type of herb. And Amr she told him, How much longer are you going to be Mephazer? Are you going to scatter your chaleglegais? So now they know that chaleglegais are purslane. Further, lo have yadir about in my salsaleha usrem mecca. The Rabbanon didn't understand the Pasuk that was talking about Taira that Sal Saleha and it will uplift you. What does that mean, Sal Saleha? One time they heard the maidservant of Rebbe's house, she was telling a certain person, he was curling his hair. She told him, until how much longer are you going to be Masalsal your hair? So they understood that the word Masalsal means to turn over and to constantly be involved in, as we say, so the more involved you are in Taira, the more you turn it over, so then it's going to uplift you, and that's the understanding of the Pasuk. And they didn't understand the meaning of this pasuk, which is talking about the downfall of Bavel. One time they heard the maidservant of Rebbe's house, she was telling her friend, take a broom and sweep the house. So it must be that we're talking about a broom in this pasuk, and that means Hashem is going to take the broom of destruction and sweep Bavel with it. And their Rabban didn't understand the meaning of this pasuk. Throw onto Hashem, and He's going to sustain you. And Amr Rabbi Rechana, he said, One time I was going with an Arab merchant, I was carrying a load. The Amr Alin, he told me, Take your Yahav, meaning take your burden, and throw it onto my camel. So we see that the Pasuk's telling us, if you take your burden and you throw it onto Hashem, he's going to sustain you. And more about Shaifar. Shaifar Shal Rosh Hashanah, the Shaifar Rosh Hashanah, specifically talking about the Shaifar blown in the Beis HaMikdash, Shel Yael, it should be of a wild goat, that's Rashi's explanation, Pashat, and it should be straight. The Shaifar should be straight and not bent. Upiv Mitzupazov, and the mouth is coated with gold. That doesn't mean actually where you place your mouth. It means just right above the mouthpiece. It should be plated with gold. And two trumpets are to the sides of the person blowing the shaifer. Shaifer Marich, the one blowing the shaifer, he blows a very long blast. And the trumpeters, they blow a very short blast. Because the mitzvah of the day of Rosh Hashanah is to blow a shaifer, and therefore everyone has to hear the shaifer more than the chatzaitzers. And Ubatania, so when we have a public fast day because of something terrible happening to Kla Yisrael, so everyone's gathered together, and on those days we would blow chatzaitzers and a shaifer. So that shaifer is Bishel Zucharm Kefufim. It's of a male, meaning it's of a ram, and it's bent. Upien Mitsupa Kesef, and the mouthpiece is coated with silver. Ushte Chatzaitzers Beemza, and there's two chatzaitzers in between two shaifers. Shaifer Makatzer Chatzaitzers Marichas. The shaifer blows a shorter blast, and chatzaitzers blow a longer blast. Shemitzus Hayam Chatzaitzers, because the main mitzvah of the day is with chatzaitzers. We know that they're meant to gather all the people together, so therefore we want to make sure that we hear the chatzaitzers more than the shaifers. Now Shava Hayyivel Rosh Hashanah Yim Kipper of Yivel is comparable to Rosh Hashanah Litkia in regards to blowing the Tkia, meaning you use a straight shaifer. Ule Brachas in regards to the Brachas of Shmaina Esrei, we know the Musaf of Rosh Hashanah is nine Brachas, and so too the Musaf of Yim Kipper of Yivel is going to be nine Brachas. Now Rabbi Huda Imer he argues and he says Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah Taikim Shel Zcharim we use a male shaifer, meaning it's going to be bent over. Ube Yivel and on Yivel b'Shel Yaelim then we use a Yael which is going to be straight. And Amar Blavi he says Mitzvah Shel Rosh Hashanah v'Shel Yom Kippurim b'Kfufin the Mitzvah of the Rosh Hashanah 
Shifer and the Yom Kippur Shifer of Yevil is with a bent Shifer. We shall call Ashana and the Shifer of all year, meaning of tiniest of fast days, is Bipshutin, is with a straight Shifer. As the Gemara Vatanan, our Mishnah said, Shifer of Rosh Hashanah, Shel Yael Pashid, the Rosh Hashanah Shifer is a straight Shifer, not a bent one. So we answer, Hudamar Katana. He holds like that Tana, meaning the Tana of our Mishnah. Did not, it says in our Mishnah, Rabbi Huda Aimer, Rosh Hashanah, Michel Zacharim, Kefufen, Ubiyavis, Michel Elim. So clearly he holds like Rabbi Huda in our Mishnah, and there's no problem. The Gemara asks if he holds like Rabbi Huda, so Vilaim Hilchs like Rabbi Huda. Why didn't he just say that the Halachas like Rabbi Huda? So the Gemara answers, Yamar Hilchs like Rabbi Huda. If he said the Halachas like Rabbi Huda, Havamina, I would think, Afilu Shel Yavil Namik Rabbi Huda Sfirale, that he also holds just like Rabbi Huda when it comes to Yavil, Kamash Malan, he doesn't hold like him. Rabbi Huda holds when it comes to Yavil that you use a straight Shifer, but Rivlevi does not hold that he holds you use a bent Shifer as well when it comes to Yavil. Now the Gemara asks with Mike Kamifliki, what exactly are the Tanakam and Rabbi Huda arguing about? Marsava Rabbi Huda holds Rosh Hashanah, Kam the Chayf Inish Daite Tfei Mali. On Rosh Hashanah, the more a person bends or bows his mind, that's better. And Rabbi Yamikupurim, Kam the Pashit Inish Daite Tfei Mali. On Yom Kippur, as much as a person can strain his mind, that's better. What does that mean? On Rosh Hashanah, when we daven towards the Beis Hamikdash and remind Hashem of that Kedo, we show submission and humility with bent posture physically, and that's reflected by bent Shifer as well. And since Rabbi Huda does not hold that there's Xer Shava in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur of Yevil, therefore he would say that the Shifer of Yevil signals freedom of slaves and should be symbolized by a straight Shifer and should not be a bent Shifer. Whereas Umar Sarver, the Tanakhama holds, Rosh Hashanah, Kama de Pashat Inish Daite Tfei On Rosh Hashanah, that's actually when you want to straighten your mind and that's better. Ubetanyas, when we're dealing with a fast day, Kama de Chayf Inish Daite Tfei a person wants to bend himself and that's better. What's that talking about? The Pasuk says, Nisal Aveno Al Kapayim, El Kel Bashamayim, lift our hearts with our hands to Hashem. Rosh Hashanah is a day of Tfilah that one should straighten himself to Hashem. A straight Shifer symbolizes this as well, and the Tanakhama has Xer Shavat Yom Kippur of Yevil, so that also needs a straight Shifer. Whereas the Shifer of fast days is just simply to gather people together and should be bent in order to differentiate from the Shifer of Rosh Hashanah, and therefore a bent Shifer is used on a fast day. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about this. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.